Welcome to Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code and all things electrically related. My name is Paul Abernathy, your host, and welcome to today's podcast. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code and all things electrically related. My name is Paul Abernathy, your host, and welcome to the podcast. Hey, look, today's episode is going to be really light. It's not really overly cody. I've done that today. Today, we're going to talk about pride. And most notably, we're going to talk about pride in what you do and how you do it, whether you're a journeyman, an apprentice, just starting out in the trade. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, message boards and, and, and how they can be beneficial and maybe not so beneficial for a lot of the apprentices and journeymen, uh, even some masters, for example. Talk about all those things on today's episode. So um, sit back, relax. We're just going to kind of chill out and talk about all the things that have to do with pride and what makes you a better uh, electrician and a better company and all that kind of good stuff. So first things first. Years ago, when I was hiring staff, uh, I really was, when when I do the hiring, it was obviously, uh, I wanted to let them talk. I wanted to hear what they had to say. I wanted to understand what they were looking to get out of the company because it's a two-way street. I, they were, I was interviewing them, and yet they were interviewing me. You know, their options might have been less than mine. Uh, obviously, I had a pretty decent pool to choose from, but... You know, they might have a lack of experience and they're trying to get on with the company. And I was very small and never had more than three crews. So it was not a, you know, a big, uh, big company by any means. Certainly not those ones that do some of these big, huge, humongous projects. Now, I consulted on a lot of them. And uh, before I was my own company, I worked for places like Robertson Electric. I worked for uh, Brown Electric. Uh, I worked for a couple other uh, W.E. Brown, excuse me. Uh, and, then I, and then when I started in the business, me and my brother started a company, and then I had my own company, and it specialized in medium to small commercial and residential, uh, high-end residential. But anyway, the moral of the story is, is that when you're hiring somebody, you know, they're interviewing you, you're interviewing them, everything's working good. Um, but some of the things that used to get to me with people that I had working for me, and, and I had no problem firing people, although I understand that they got a livelihood, and I didn't take it lightly. Um, <clears throat> there's one little saying that I used to hate, and that was, you can't see it from my house. That that used to have that old saying, literally would drive me crazy. I can't stand the saying, uh, when somebody says, well, you can't see it from my house. Um, it happened to me one time, and, and I told the guy, uh, he, he was an electrician, and uh, he had his helper. And I told him it was a real, real high-end house, and it just happened to be a house that, if everything went right, it would lead to other houses because the guy was the builder, and all this kind of crap. So, I was on the job. I stopped by to check and see how things were going. And the luminaires, the sconces that were going down this big wide steps, they were crooked. Uh, there was fingerprints all around the wall and, uh, you know, just didn't take that extra time to, to, to make it look right, that, that finishing touch after all the work we've been through to, to get to where we're at. And I said something to him. I said, well, you know, 
you're you're the you're the master in charge on this job and uh, I said that's unacceptable and his response to me was you can't see it from my house and it's kind of shrugged it off like it was you know like ah, I don't care first of all that's the worst thing you could do because my response was well you're absolutely right because that's where you're going because you're fired um there's nothing that I hate more than something like that I cannot stand it when somebody doesn't give a hundred percent all the time. I don't have to like the person. I don't have to get along. You can have a. They can have an attitude. I don't care. Um, I never got in this business to make friends. I got in this business to do work and 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 get the job done. And so in their case, I sent them packing because it's just not going to work for me. Because the concern for me was, what else are you slacking at? What else are you doing half-assed that that I need you to do right? Because this is a big customer. This is a person that's going to be, uh, it's going to put me in place to get future business. So anyway, it is what it is. Now, did that put hardship on me? Yeah, that just meant that that I had to get my butt out there and do some more work. Um, But reality was, you can't trust somebody like that. So I sent them packing. So pride. Pride in what you do. Always, you know, if you leave a job wondering what more you could have done, you know, and, and sorry about those beeps that are coming up, folks. That That's me updating some software. Um, and it just comes through the mic. My apologies. Um, and so you ask yourself, um, if I left the job, did I do everything? If you find yourself leaving and you're thinking, okay, did I do everything? Did I clean up everything all right? Did I did I wipe off any any fingerprints on the fixtures or anything I'm putting up, luminaires? Or or did I... Did I Leave it better than what it started out with. That's my goal. That's the effort that we're trying to do is that any time you leave, you want to leave it in a pristine condition as if you were never there. Um, it's the pride you take in your work. The commitment that you take to doing it. That's what I think it is. So even today, if I do a service call or something, now usually I have a pack of, uh, of multi-wipes that I carry with me. Uh, or you get them from a Dollar General or Dollar Store or whatever, this bag of moistened. Uh, I guess you could also get uh, baby wipes or something similar, but uh, having them there so that once you're done, you can wipe down whatever it is you're working on because your hands will leave prints on things, um, things like that. Um, I'm also real anal about when you're putting up luminaires. Now, I get it. There's nothing like the feel of your skin to the to the screw or the nut or whatever. I get it. Uh, but I just can't stand it when there's handprints all around the wall, around the box, and somebody has to come along and clean that up. It's extra time. Take a little time and get it right. Be precise. Uh, wear gloves if you have to. Uh, whatever you got to do, just try to minimize the the, the marks. And, and for God's sakes, if you do leave a mark, clean it up. So I keep a thing of cleaning stuff and those wipes in my in my vehicle. Uh, because I want to leave the job as pristine as it was. Now, some people say, oh, I don't care. All right, that's just how you are, and that's just your business. That's fine. It's not how I work. And so everybody's different. I get it. But it's to me, it's a pride. For example, the National Electrical Code talks about workmanship. Well, nothing within the code gives us a definition of what that workmanship is, right? It, it doesn't really define it. It just tells us that we're going to do the workmanship, and then we're going to do it in such a way, it's the mechanical execution of the work, 
the integrity of the system, everything. Uh, it, it basically it says electrical equipment shall be installed in a neat and workmanlike manner. I get it. And then you, it was, ends up telling us that we could also look at the ANSI NECA standards for good working uh, workmanship in the electrical construction. Yeah, but it's an informational note, so it's not required. So again, workmanship is in the eye of the beholder. What looks good to somebody else might not look good to other people. Um, so you're the one that has to be pleased. Okay, Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's going to voice that opinion, clearly. Uh, but you have to be happy with, ultimately what gets done and if you can walk away from it hold your head up high and think it was a good installation um, and you're proud of it hey that's all you can deal with if you walk away knowing that you believe it was a crappy install and you just were pushed for time and you just wanted to get in and get out uh, then you re- re- need to reevaluate some things in your in your career or maybe even in how you run your business um, there's enough business out there for everybody um, but the ones that take a lot of pride in their work are the ones that tend to rise to the top, uh, are very polite, they go to jobs, um, and uh, know how to talk to the customer. Uh, For example, I know how to put on my sales hat, I know how to put on my trademan hat, uh, I know how to put the corporate hat on, uh, I know how to put on the teaching hat. Um, You have to understand what offends some audiences and what doesn't offend others. Uh, i got to be very uh, aware of that when you're doing it. But... uh, for tradesmen, you have to make sure that when you leave, that you feel you have given it 100%. Now, people hate the cliche saying is always give 110% because, okay, all you can give is 100% of what you can give. Well, do that. Uh, there are going to be some days where you feel lacking, some days where you just don't feel into it. Um, you have to make an extra effort to go above and beyond the normal to be able to offer that stellar service. I don't care. Um, if you work for me, you're going to always strive to do that. Um, at least give all that you can give. Now, I don't care that you're always smiling. I don't care that you're sometimes maybe uh, abrasive to me. I don't get hurt feelings like that if you work for me. I don't, I don't worry about that kind of crap. But what I do worry about is the perception that comes across in what you do in your work. And you need to be working as fast as you can, as accurate as you can, as smart as you can, and, and process all these things. That's what happens when you work for me. Now, I have, can't say that I'm the easiest to work with, but those are some of the things that, that, that I think are vital, that, you have to, that brings uh, accountability to what you do and pride in what you do. Okay, There's shortcuts to everything, uh, and uh, I would employ you to ignore the shortcuts and go with the 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 uh, well thought out plan, uh, good workmanship to the best of your ability, um, and do the best you can at all times. Uh, now let's talk about online forums. I go into a lot of these online forums. Now I will tell you, for years I have been bashed in these forums simply because either my name or whatever I represent. Some people just get a uh, a wild hair and they get jealous. They'll say it's not jealousy, but what else would it be? Because to be honest with you, I'm just there to help other people. I don't claim to know any more than anybody else. Uh, I just choose to bring that information to the forefront so people can learn from it. Whereas most of these guys will just sit in a forum and comment on something. They don't go out and help other people. They just help the people that they kind of stumble upon inside of these forums. And that's great. There's people that come to these forums. But if it's a professional forum, 
then you're all professionals. The moment somebody asks a question that somebody else thinks isn't professional level, then they jump on them like a hornet uh, and just attack them like piranha. Uh, it's just stupid. Um, everybody can has something they can learn from somebody. Okay, So in online forums, if you're an apprentice or you're a journeyman, take what you read in these forums for just a, a grain of salt within the big picture of everything. Because it's just one piece of sand in the hourglass, okay? That's all it is. There's so much more out there. Uh, forums are great, but again, it's simply people's opinion. How many times have I read these forums where somebody starts out swaying everybody to his opinion or her opinion to ultimately end up changing opinions in the middle of it? And that's fine, because we all can change opinions. But you just have to take the forums what they are now. Journeyman and apprentice, do not get your feelings hurt by these forums. There are people in these forums that will say something just to belittle you, just to put you down, just to make you feel bad. It'll make you feel like, why am I in this industry? Ignore them. There's a bigger picture than them. They are little-minded, small-minded. They, they mean nothing. Okay, They live in that own little world. Now, if you're on a forum where people will boost you up, help you, constantly help you, that's where you want to be. So choose the forums that you're a part of wisely. Okay. Also, if you notice in the forum it's the same people posting all the time and those people are negative or hateful, then it's time for you to leave that forum. There's nothing beneficial for you to gain there. Okay. Especially if you're a journeyman or apprentice and you're just working out, you're just learning the industry. There's nothing to gain there. So keep that in mind. Um... Other than other than that, so so that's about the forums. Remember, they are what they are, and take them for what they are. Um, some people ask me um, about apprentices and journeymen and their interaction, and when it comes to work, uh, as far as who teaches who. Um, journeymen, their role is to teach the apprentice and to appease the master uh, of the job. Um, they are to learn from the master. Hopefully, the master is one that can actually give insight and teach. Um, because that's part of what their role should be as, a, as an educator. Um, but at the end of the day, the journeyman is still having to teach the apprentice. Um, now, can the apprentice teach the journeyman something? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can an apprentice teach a master something? Absolutely. Um, there is always that avenue to learn something. Everybody learns something new every day. Do not shut that door. Do not think that you know it all, that you will never be able to learn something. I learned something new from somebody. I've said many times, many times, we have a certain amount of knowledge that we have, and then we can always refill that bank of knowledge from things that other people are doing, because slowly we lose things, okay? We don't remember everything until something refreshes our memory, then we go, oh, that's right, Okay, whether you're, not, you're doing motor calculations or you're doing raceway calculations or field calculations or, or one and two family or multifamily or even large commercial calculations, you're going to forget something. We're only human. So sometimes it just needs something to jog your memory. Don't be upset if somebody acts like, oh, you didn't know that and you really did know that. Look, they're just pounding their chest. Don't worry about it. Just say, thank you very much. Thanks for reminding me or thanks for refreshing me. I remember that, but I forgot it and move on. Um, too many times people get in this complex where they're afraid the other person's going to think they're an idiot. Who cares what the other person thinks? I have never once cared what anybody thought of me. I really don't. Um, I do what I do because I like to do it. 
uh, I turn off most of my videos and podcasts, I turn off the comments because I know that there's trolls out there who dislike me for for whatever reason. Um, Now, I have hundreds of thousands that listen that do like what I do and send me emails and things daily, and that's great. But there's a select group of those pinheads out there that don't. And uh, they're usually jealous or they think they can do it better, but I don't hear their podcasts. I don't see their videos. I don't see them passing on knowledge to somebody else. They're shallow, insecure, little amoeba. You don't need them. Ignore them. So anyway, always stay positive when it comes to that. Everybody's got something to teach you. Uh, If you're a journeyman and you get a a butthead of a master that you work for, or if you're an apprentice and you got a real a-hole of a journeyman, look, bite the bullet. You're really just putting in your time, okay? Take pride in what you do. Do it to the best you can do it. Do it so that you walk away going, that literally, that is the best I could do it. Now, if somebody says, that's too slow. Well, you know what? You're a journeyman or you're an apprentice, you're learning. As a master, yes, I had high levels of expectation of my journeyman or even helpers or apprentices. Um, but I also understood that they were learning and there's that learning curve and everybody gets better over time doing something over and over. For example, uh, a journeyman who cuts in an electrical panel or an apprentice that's cutting an electrical panel, they're going to be slow the first couple of times. That's fine. Walk away, realize that that's just part of the job. You go do something. There's always something else to do on the job. Let them do it. There's only so much they can mess up. Let them do it. Then you come back and look at it. If you see something wrong with it, give constructive criticism, help them show what they could do better, and uh, at that point, you're helping. You're not being just critical. And I think that's what all journeymen, that's what all apprentices want. Hell, that's what all masters want. If there's another master electrician who can help somebody else, that man, that's just the beauty of the whole thing. Look, you've heard me say this, and it is cliche, but this is a brotherhood. It is a sisterhood. We have electricians out there. We need to realize that we don't all need to pound our chest. Every time I see a post on LinkedIn that somebody posts something, even if I post something, let's say, just because I want to point out something in code, that's for helping them. That's for learning. But you'll never see me tell somebody that looks like crap, or I would do it this way, or I'd do it that way. It's not my opinion. I'm I'm not here to beat somebody up over their work. If you left it and you thought that was good, that's fine. What I might say is that you might want to secure and support it in accordance with this section or this section or look at this section or keep in mind. That doesn't mean it's not neat. That doesn't mean I'm saying that it's sloppy. All I'm saying is I might be giving you code advice. Now, there are people that get bent out of shape when you do that. I don't care. Those are so small-minded individuals that I'm just like, whatever, dude. And sometimes I get baited into a back and forth with them, and I can't help it because I'm really shaking my head going, are you that stupid? Are you Really, are you that stupid? Look, take pride in what you do. Be proud of it. When you walk away from it, if that's the best, you gave it everything you could give it, that's all I can ask from you. Okay. If I can teach you something, I'm going to teach you. If you can teach somebody else something, do it. There's no bigger pride into helping somebody. Now, you wouldn't believe the thousands of emails I get a year of people I help pass exams. Not the ones that pay for the courses, but the free stuff I do. Uh, the webinars or the, or the YouTube channel or, or whatever. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing to see all these people achieving 
what I feel is the pinnacle of their career, becoming a master electrician. Uh, beyond that, the only next pinnacle um, is to become the owner of your own company, if that's your direction. Um, now we've created another path to go to be a certified master electrical co-professional. All that was is to take you to the next level, to keep you going forward, to keep you wanting to learn, to keep you engaged in the code, to keep you understanding that there's more to life than just bending some raceway. There's more to life than just counting how many conductors are in a box. You continually learn. That's the whole goal with that program. Okay, uh, But anyway... Don't worry about people putting you down. Keep moving forward. Uh, I don't sweat them. Uh, they know who they are, and they know that they, they think they get under your skin, but even though you tit for tat with them, they really don't because you laugh at them and you really go, well, what have you done lately? Where's your videos? Where's your podcasts? Huh? Where's your books? What have you done to help the industry? They've probably done absolutely nothing but sit in their forum, and that's fine. That's where they want to be, but it's when they become critical. That's the problem. Be constructive, not just critical. So um, for the journeymen and the apprentices, don't let it get you down, man. Stay strong. Stay proud. Be proud in what you do. Do the best you can do uh, every time. If you're slow, you'll get quicker. Don't worry. It just takes time. Some things will just come to you as second nature, and that's the beauty of it. It just comes to you. Um, so... Um, People, oh, so people ask me, do I get out into the field and work? Absolutely. Uh, this coming week, I've got a, a, a call where I have a house that's uh, a lot of the circuits are not working because they believe it was struck by lightning. I believe it could be a bad bus, but who knows? Um, but, you know, I think they've got 240 volt loads, so it can't be a totally bad bus. So, um, that are working. So, I don't know. We'll go troubleshoot it, see what we can find. Uh, so, I'm going to do an episode also on pricing and bidding and expectations and things like that later uh, for contractors to kind of help contractors who are new into the business. Uh, and I will leave the comments open for that one because I want other people that have businesses to chime in with their advice. Um, but if you post something negative in there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to delete it. This is not a democracy. It's a monarchy. I own it. I'm going to control the comments. You don't like it? Don't listen. See? See how easy that is? So be the same way. Um, but I will tell you this. If you're, if you're an apprentice, are you going to potentially have a person above you you don't like? Absolutely. But what you should do is bite your lip, do as they say, learn what you can, steal as much knowledge from them as you can, and steal only the good stuff. <laughs> you have to understand the difference. Um, no need to talk back to them. Do what you're supposed to do. Get your knowledge. Once you feel like that person has nothing else to contribute, move on. If it's within the same company, ask the owner or ask the main big boss, whoever's over that person, that you want to work under somebody else because you feel like you've just gone as far as you can go with that person. Don't be afraid because if they say, no, you can't do that, then it's probably time for you to leave that company anyway and go somewhere else that can broaden you. And then when you go to that interview, that's what you need to tell the hiring people. You need to say, look, I work for people. I am looking to work for somebody to learn and give 100% and really give to the company. But I need to learn. I need to feed my brain in response to, to being able to work real hard. I need to be able to feed myself with that knowledge. And uh, they'll have somebody in that company they can put you with. Maybe their best person. Who knows? But keep moving forward. Journeyman, you're going to work for a master you don't like. It is what it is. As long as you're getting a paycheck and they're the master and they're the ones that are in charge of the job, bite your lip, 
Do what you got to do. Learn what you can learn from them. Learn every single thing that you can get from them. Once you've got everything you can learn from them, and if they can't teach you anymore, move on. At that point, maybe you're ready to own your own company. Who knows? Yes, it's a huge undertaking. But there's nothing more rewarding than owning your own company. Okay? So, um, and there maybe you become a master electrician and you think that's the pinnacle. Then you move into what's called a CMECP program and maybe you become a, a maintenance supervising electrician for a company. And maybe you get that job because not only do you have the hands-on, but now you have the code knowledge above and beyond the normal master electrician. You've been verified. You've been tested on it. You've been proctored at it. Then what happens is now you've got that on your resume and maybe you get to move up into a higher management role. Um, there's so many avenues that you can be in in this industry, but don't let the people above you be a hindrance to you. Okay? There's always a way around it um, to be able to do that. Okay? So never give up. And uh, never take no for an answer. And constantly, constantly continue to try to evolve. That's the goal. Evolve yourself into something more. Um, a lot of that's cliche-ish, but it is, it truly is. Um, for me, I, you know, I work at, most people know I work at Encore Wires ahead of their codes and standards. I handle a lot of high-end issues for the company and for contractors and just in general uh, at a big major corporation. Um, but I do the stuff that I do on the side with the corporation. I, luckily for me, I have Brittany that works for me, works with me. I have Darlene that works with me. I have Zach that works with me to get things done. I have Jeff who's on the East Coast that does a lot of work with stuff. And so I have other people that can allow me to do my thing because I fund a lot of these other things like the time it takes to do webinars and podcasts and seminars and teaching and, and answer emails and questions and and, and all that type of stuff. The proctoring stuff gets all done through Brittany. I help where I can. All that. So, I mean, I've got to be able to fund all that. So, I have a lot of revenue sources between the, the books that I have and seminars and training and online courses and continuing education classes, whether they're online or through classroom. All of these things feed in. Um, I'm even now getting res uh, resources from our videos through the uh, YouTube, the ad thing with those little banners. I know they suck. I get it. Um, but you know what? They help. They do help offset some of the costs. Um, I picked up a 8 terabyte um, backup drive today uh, for the company in order to be able to back up. I already have a 4 terabyte. Uh, and so I wanted to pick that up um, because I access a lot of these files when I'm on the road. And so that's how I can do that as well. So anyway, um, that's kind of what we got going on. And uh, just want to you know thank you all for listening to these podcasts. And this one, again, wasn't real technical. Sometimes I have some that aren't technical. I get it. Uh, but again, reaching out to you, journeyman and apprentice, stay, you know, do the best you can. Stay positive. Always try to do the best you can. If somebody criticizes you, take the positives out of that criticism. Move forward. Be better. Uh, have thick skin. Sometimes I don't always have thick skin, especially when people say stupid crap. But at the end of the day, again, you're not in this industry because you may, wanted to make friends. You're in this industry because you wanted to, one, make money, and two, work with electricity and work in the electrical field. 
Okay, it's a brotherhood. When you become a master, there is. I will often say, there is no higher achievement uh, that I feel that I achieved in my life. Not the engineering stuff. Not any of that stuff that I've done, not working for some of the major companies, working for big jurisdictions as their engineer, working for NEMA, none of that. That that don't mean nothing. What means the most to me is when I achieved my master license first off uh, back 30 years ago when I was in in Virginia. Uh, I became a master. And then when I moved to Texas, I couldn't be a master because I was on the the development board for the exams for masters and journeymen's and sign mecca and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I had to leave being the, one of the experts to the state in order to wait for my time to elapse so that I could go take the state test uh, because they didn't have reciprocity with Virginia in uh, Texas. Uh, so obviously I went in there and obviously I teach it, so it was a no-brainer. But I did get it, and um, and so there's there's no greater pride than achieving that. Now once you achieve it. It starts over again. What do you do next? Because even though you achieve it, you don't stop learning. There's something else to learn. Uh, There's always something else to learn. You don't know it all. But usually I tell people, open up that code book and target an area in the code that is simply you feel complicated to you. And just don't move out of it until your comfort level is really high. Uh, If it's motors you don't like, spend your time in Article 430 Really hone it down. Ask other people questions about it. Dig into it. Really hone it down till you feel really comfortable with it. Then move on to another complicated um, article in the code or even a section that you really find complicated. Target it. Okay? Don't sit back on your laurels and, and be okay with the things that are... I mean, if you know 334 real well, then, then you know, you, that's not challenging to you for non-metallic sheath cable. You need to go to something else. And PV... If PV is challenging for you, spend some time in PV. Uh, if that's challenging for you, um, that's the key. All right. Anyway, that's all we want to talk about today. Till next time, folks, visit our website, masterthenec.com uh, uh, and .net.org. It's all of those. Uh, if you want to email us, do info at masterthenec.com or info at electricalcodeacademy.com. I appreciate you, uh, and uh, thanks to all the listeners that listen. Again, the episode today was really devoted into pride, but it kind of evolved into do the best you can, take the criticism, move forward. If you get a pain in the butt journeyman or master that you work for, suck it up. Learn all you can. Throw them to the wayside after you're done with them. You know what I'm saying? Suck up all the knowledge you can from everybody around you. Take what you need. Discard what you don't need. And keep filling that memory bank of knowledge. Because it slowly depletes as you get older. Trust me. You got to keep filling up that beaker of knowledge. Keep filling it up. Learn something new every day. Challenge yourself constantly. And you're always going to be a better electrician for it. Thanks again. Until next time, stay safe and God bless. Every day the future's looking bright